this is Charlie Stumbaugh, the lead pastor of Cornerstone Church, Colorado. Thank you for being with us today. Be sure to subscribe for our weekly content to encourage your faith. Let's listen in as Pastor Matt brings the message. Hey friends, welcome to Cornerstone's podcast. I'm so happy that you're with me today. I hope you're having a great day. Today we're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 4, specifically verses 17 through 24. So I want to invite you to turn there, if you will. And the what I want to talk about today is looking at this idea of our memories, our past, and how it impacts our present and our future. You know, for many of us, I think that we like looking at pictures. I know my my wife especially really enjoys looking at pictures of past vacations, um, you know, family Christmases, all of those wonderful things. And and I'm sure that we, you know we've all heard it said, right, that a picture is worth a thousand words, and it's true. One picture brings back memories of happiness, of joy, um, of excitement. But memories can also bring back feelings of sadness, hopelessness, even defeat. And memories are worth a thousand words, but those words are not always life-giving. Because of our past, right? It, it has left us or it has imprinted on our life the good, the bad, and the ugly. And now there's many of us um, who would say that our pasts have have helped shape who we are today in a good way. And I, I would agree with that. I would say that that is true even in my life, right? For for many of us, our upbringing has instilled in us a good work ethic, that our life experiences has mastered this characteristic. For many of us, we have memories of great relationships, which has helped shape our great marriage or great friendships that we have. But not all of us have memories that have impacted us positively. I would say that all of us, if we were honest and sit down, you know, really dug into um, how our lives have been impacted by our past, we could all say that there are negative things that have impacted us. We all have experiences, relationships that have scarred us. And I believe that all of us have memories where we have caused damage and hardship to ourselves, in our own life. It might be an unhealthy lifestyle, right, that that, that you have um, tried to fight for so long that you have just given up, thrown in the towel, and accepted because it's too hard to not do whatever, fill in the blank here. It's It's too hard to stop doing that. That our past, the grip it has on our present and our future is too strong to walk away from. And today as we dig into this middle portion of Ephesians 4, Paul tells us that, that our memories, our past, that they no longer have the impact on our present and our future. That in Christ, that we can put our past in the past and set our sights on a brighter tomorrow. Picking up in verse 17 of Ephesians 4, Paul says, I have something from the Lord to tell you. I warn you, don't continue living like those who don't believe. Their thoughts are worth nothing. They have no understanding and they know nothing because they refuse to listen. 
So they cannot have the life that God gives. Friends, we can find ourselves in places when we are not willing to listen to the, the, the challenge and the encouragement Scripture brings to us, that we can find ourselves missing out, not understanding, not having the life that we were designed to live, the life that God gives because we're holding on to our past. Paul continues in verse 19. He says, they have lost their feeling of guilt and use their lives to do what is morally wrong. More and more, they want to do all kinds of evil. But but the way of life, he says in verse 20, he says, but that way of life is nothing like what you learned when you came to know Christ. I know that you heard about him, and in him you were taught the truth. Yes, the truth is in Jesus. You were taught to leave your old self. This means that you stop living the stop living the evil way that you lived before. The old self gets worse and worse because people are fooled by the evil that they want to do. Verse 23 says, you must be made new in your hearts and in your thinking. Be that new person who was made to be like God, truly good and pleasing to him. I think the main point here that that God's highlighting for us in Paul's words is, is that we need to put our past in the past and focus our sights on the future. I want to look at those two those two things today. First, we need to put our past in the past. In verse 18, Paul ex- Paul explains that due to the Gentiles lack of listening, um, their understanding of who God is was completely skewed. It erased the possibility of them having a successful relationship with God. If we flip back to um, Ephesians chapter chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, Paul looks at the condition of the Gentiles' heart due to their acceptance of their sinful lives, their desire to please their sinful selves their willingness to hold on to their past. Over time, their rejection of God had calloused their hearts towards the love of the Father and the eternal benefits that come with walking in alignment with Christ. And in verse 19, he tells us, he says that they they have lost their feeling of guilt and use their lives to do what is morally wrong. In Romans chapter 1, verses 24 and 25, Paul tells us, he says that people wanted only to do evil. So God let them and let them go their sinful way. They traded the truth of God for a lie. I want you to, if you're looking in Romans 1, I want you to highlight that, underline it, circle it, whatever it is. They traded the truth of God for a lie. They bowed down and worshiped the things God made instead of worshiping the God who made those things. How many of us are guilty of that? That holding on to our past, that we don't think of it in these terms, but the truth is holding on to our past is trading the truth of God for a lie. Right? It's like people who worship nature instead of worshiping the creator of nature. The Gentiles had had their sights set on the wrong element. And by focusing on the wrong perspective, their choices and decisions 
you know, it, it pulled them away from who God was rather than focusing on what is right and truthful and allowing that to pull them closer to God. In Ephesians chapter 2, Paul intentionally uses the word you instead of we to highlight the separation between the Jews and the Gentiles. You see, the Gentiles were not a part of God's chosen people. They had been excluded from God's covenant. And historically, they had been separated. There had been this separation between the Jews and the Gentiles. The Jews viewed the Gentiles as lesser people, right? They were they were elevated higher because they were God's chosen people, a part of this new covenant. They they did their best to stay away from the Jews, but Jesus exposed the truth that because of sin, both people groups were guilty. And he leveled the playing field. He called into accountability the universal sinfulness of humanity, saying that race, religion, and creed did not exempt us from the consequences of a sinful life. And Paul understood the impact sin had on all lives. Paul said, because of your lack of understanding, your lack of listening to the truth, your past has stripped you of the opportunity to find true success in the future. You see, sin does not discriminate. It does not value one person over another. In fact, with sin, all bets are off. Sin places a target on everyone's back. And the truth is we have all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And our past traps us in this false reality that keeps us from success, finding success in life. It keeps us from a real relationship with God. And Paul really drives um, this point home in Ephesians 2, saying that We might have been spiritually dead. Our past might have separated us from God. But because of Christ, our past is in the past. You know, in the first three verses of Ephesians 2, Paul intentionally says, in the past, you were spiritually dead. In the past, you were full of sin. In the past, you were only focused on yourself, focused on fulfilling your sinful desires. But because of Christ, right, because of what he did on the cross, friends, our past is in the past. It's not who we are today because of Christ. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be your present. It doesn't have to be your future in Christ. A line has been drawn in the sand. We have been offered freedom from our past, freedom for our future. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 says, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We are not who we used to be. We have a bright future in Christ, the hope of glory. But we must choose to not live in our past, what might feel comfortable to us or what we have come to know. Instead, we need to choose to live our best life, a life of freedom that is only found in Christ, a life that is no longer stuck in our past. Friends, we have to put our past in the past and walk away from it. Maybe that's the goal for you today. Maybe you're like, you know what, Matt, I'm, I'm so stuck 
in what I've always done, so stuck in what has always drugged me down. I need to get free from that. Friends, we need to be reminded because of Christ, our past is our past. Our past cannot dictate our present or our future. And this is true in our relationships with people as well. You see, friends, we we need to put our past in the past, but we also cannot hold on to someone else's past. We can't hold that against them. Friends, we had a church split in BV because of, of people who could not let go of the past and not see what God was doing. There are relationships that have been ruined because of this. And friends, when we when we hold on to the past, we hold on to an unforgiving spirit. We cannot forgive someone if we're holding their past against them today. And we cannot build strong relationships if this is a pattern in our life. And what and what is so destructive about holding someone's past against them is that that only hurts us. Because we are unable to let go of hurts, it might destroy a relationship. But that person's still going to go on and live life. Our unforgiveness will hurt us. It doesn't impact the other person like we think it will. Because the past... Because of past relationships, right? It can ruin our relationship. It can ruin our marriages. It can ruin, right? Our, our careers because, because we're so focused on the past. It can ruin our relationship with God today. The past only brings about ruin. To move forward, we must put the past in the past and we must put others past in the past as well. The second thing that we see here in this in Ephesians 4 is that we need to set our sights on the future. In verse 20 of chapter 4, Paul says, but the way of life is nothing like what you learned. He says, but that way, excuse me, that way of life, talking about the past, is nothing like what you learned when you came to know Christ. You were taught to leave your old self. This means that you that you must stop living the evil way you lived before. Excuse me. It says you it says the old your your old self um, gets worse and worse. In verse twenty three, he says you must be made new in your hearts and in your thinking. Be that new person who was made to be like God, truly good and pleasing to him. Friends, this is our future. This is hopefully the future we're living today, the future that continues to look more and more like Jesus. In Ephesians 2, again, going back to Ephesians 2, I love how how they tie in together here in Scripture. Verse 6, Paul says, it is because we were a part, or it says, it is because we are a part of Christ Jesus, that God raised us from death and seated us together with him in the heavenly places. We are one with Christ, offering us the opportunity to stop growing the way that you know the world tells us to grow and start shaping our lives around who God is, his characteristics, his personality traits, his love, his forgiveness. In Romans 6, chapter 4, it says, just as Christ was raised from death, 
by the wonderful power of the Father, so we can now live a new life. We have a bright future because of Christ. We have access to a new life free from our past because of our partnership with God. We are a new person, a better person, the person we were created to be when we are walking in step with Jesus. The challenge for us, though, is trusting God completely for who we are supposed to be. You know, sometimes our biggest challenge is really it's ourself getting in the way of what's best for ourselves, thinking we know what's best, trying to tackle and challenge and correct and grow in areas we think that we should grow in. But it's taking ourselves out of the equation and placing our complete trust, our hope, our future in the care of Christ and believing that what he has said, the examples that he has set, is what's best for us. On our own, friends, we can only go so far. But as Christ told us in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, he says, but with God, all things are possible. Philippians 4.13 reminds us that because of the strength that God gives us, there is nothing we cannot accomplish. Our future is bright because of the strength God has given us. It will not let us down. This new life with Christ will supply us with everything we need to find success. And you, you know what? You might be asking yourself, well, what does this new person look like? How does it differ from the person I used to be before coming into a relationship with Christ? Well, I believe this image of this new person begins with love. Now, we've got to understand that when we talk about love, when Scripture talks about love, it's it's looking at God's love, perfect, pure love, not, not the love that this world wants to represent. In 1 Peter 4, 8, it says, above all, love each other. In John 15, 12, Jesus tells, he says, you should love others the way that I have loved you. Now we live in a world that says that love has limits, right? That it, that it goes so far, but, but once someone has hurt me enough times, once somebody has caused enough damage in my life, or I disagree with them so much that I, I don't have to love them anymore. And scripture tells us this is not true. We were designed, we were created to love other people, to show the love of the Father. And friends, we've got to understand that this love is unconditional. It is a love that continues through hurts, a love that that is so pure, so amazing that it changes lives, it changes hearts. It begins with love. This new person, this new life is lived out in forgiveness as well. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 tells us, forgive others because God has forgiven you. If we look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 15, Jesus says, if you cannot forgive others, God will not forgive us of our sins. That's a huge one, friends. Often we we forget about that and push that to the side. You know, we we put it on the back burner and don't even think about it. Like I have the right, you know, to not forgive someone because of what they have done to me. And Jesus is like, that's not true, man. 
by not forgiving others, what it's going to do is it is ultimately going to impact your relationship with God. Forgiveness is a key in our relationship with people, but friends, it's a key in our relationship with God. As a new person in Christ, we should look for opportunities to forgive, even when we are still feeling the pain from what others have done to us. Forgiveness is so important because our forgiveness ultimately changes us. It helps us to see humanity the way God sees humanity, not through a clouded you know, lens of like, I come first, my feelings come first, but rather forgiveness comes because we know that forgiveness is the heart of God. And as I grow in my relationship with God, I see, I know, I understand that I too must forgive. This new person shows mercy and grace. This new person looks for opportunities to bless others from the blessings we have received from God. This new person speaks the truth. Jesus was always about the truth. He spoke the truth. He sought out the truth. And it's It's someone, right, this new person is someone who's not willing to compromise this virtue. This new person exemplifies, friends, the heart of God, the characteristics of God, the very nature of who God is. To find success in this new life found in Christ, we must put our past in the past and set our sights on the future. Set our sights on the person we were created to be, reflecting the image of of God. What are you still holding on to from your past, from the days before you accepted the free gift of salvation? What is God highlighting right now in your life and asking you to step into something more, to leave behind and to walk in greater step with God? Friends, we cannot carry our past into tomorrow. We cannot hold on to our past and step into the relationship God invites us into. To live out this new life, we have to be willing to walk away from our old self and embrace who God created us to be. Friends, what do you need to put in the past? What do you need to say yes to about who God created you to be? and the future that you can have today. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. It is life-giving and encouraging. And I thank you for this encouragement today, that we can know that our past can truly be our past, and that our future can be bright because of our relationship with you. Lord, I pray that that this would not be the first conversation we have about this, but this would become a part of our daily conversation with you and with others who are in our circle of influence. God, that this would seep into the marrow of who we are as we continue to grow and be more and more like who you are. So God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the challenge. I thank you for the hope that it gives and provides for us. I pray that Today, Lord, as we as we turn off this podcast and, and can pick up in our day, Lord, that your peace and your hope would rest in our lives today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Friends, thanks again for tuning in to Cornerstone's podcast. I pray that you would have a blessed day today. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, we are so honored that you are with us today. Remember, subscribe to the show and check out our website at cornerstonechurchco.com for more resources. Thank you.